All right, guys, we need to discuss the siege on Twitter. It's going very well. Guys, what are you you doing? Guys, what are you doing? Guys, guys! Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the most depressing episode of the Rex and Around show ever. Greg, I'm going to need you to be laughing through this whole thing or else uh, Brian and I are going to start crying. I'm dead inside. (laughs) We are discussing Shattered, uh, a mood I've seen across the whole galaxy for the past few days. Um, Wow. Okay. So I think we need to get into it just from top to bottom. And and, uh, if there's any qualms, I I don't know what else to say. Yeah. (laughs) Just go through it. Yeah. All right, so we open up on Mandalore. Maul is captured. Dude, um, hold on. Can we talk about the music real yeah. quick? That intro music? <laughs> Do it. No, I'm just saying, like, just the setting. You go in, it's just so eerie and ominous, and it's just like, oof. And it keeps going yeah. and almost, like, rises as it goes on. And I mean, we all know what is going to happen, but that anticipation, the way they suspense. built it up. It's suspenseful. Oh. It's crazy. Sorry. But, yeah, we started on Mandalore. I mean, you say sorry. It's a podcast. Do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this can go either way. Mike is either like. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. So for the viewers and listeners, let me just do a quick explaining. We were going to start at 10. It's now 11. Yep. All technical difficulties on my end. So I'm I'm loving this podcast from home thing. It's uh, I'm thriving in it, I think, and not raging all the time. Not at all. Not at all. Woo! Okay, we're on Mandalore. They've got Maul in a box. Let's talk about the box. They put that box in another box, and then they mailed that box to themselves. <laughs> and when it arrives, they're going to smash it with a hammer. The USPS made some good money off that. Dude, that's pretty cool. She's like, it's the last one. And that, to me, was a sign of trust. Bo was like, yeah, I'm never going to need this again. Here you go. You can have my last Jedi box. What did she say? <laughs> she said something like, we needed a lock, like something we needed to uh, secure you, like basically you crazy nut jobs. Yeah, um, I forgot what she referenced. She like she called it. She a said name. that. Yeah, no, crazy no, jobs. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. There was there was some pretty uh, poignant moments there when she was talking about how she wishes she was better at something other than war, and yeah. then she referenced Satine about how well her sister had tried to bring a different sort of um, leadership or position to Mandalore, and it just didn't work out. So she was like definitely on this fence of of which way she should go, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you could see it, her dealing with it. It was really cool. And in, in that same moment, while you, while you were looking at plot devices and uh, emotional writing uh, and storytelling, I was looking at the new clone pilot designs in the background. Uh, <laughs> I didn't we have, dude, there's piles of them. There's the green boys who we've seen a couple times who apparently there's a lot of them. So it's a whole squadron. Uh, there's, uh, these gray and red ones that kind of have like Coruscant guard vibes, but they're pilots. Interesting. And, and that's all I was looking at. (laughs) That's about right. That sounds all right. So, yeah. So we, uh, we have that moment between Ahsoka and Bo, uh, and then, you know, all the, the, you have the, the Mandalores lining up on one side, the, the 332nd on the other, and they're escorting Maul in his box. Uh, Dude, seeing the Coruscant guards so heavily included, Greg, that must have made you happy. I was like, ah, I'm so relevant. 
There's a shot where Rex is talking to one, and uh, Kablammy screenshot that on the Discord and said, hey, our boy's got a cameo. (laughs) Brian Waxer is dead. I know. (laughs) He's been dead. Do you remember relevancy? (laughs) You can repaint. You could repaint if you want to. Still, dude, there's one more episode left for me for my wish to come, but I have a feeling it's not happening. So, what is your wish? Well, my wish was that they did an animated Phase Two Commander Gree, but uh, I think it's uh, done at this point. Uh, I mean, you never know; they could do quick. This <laughs> has been chopped off. They, they I could mean, do quick recaps around, but yeah, I mean, he's he's dead. I'm sure at this point. I actually like went and watched uh, episode three last night to be like, well, let's see the timeline. What's happening? Yeah, I think it's it's too late. He's gone. Suspenders Green Rex could be like, Ahsoka, I have a friend. We have to go to Kashyyyk. There's a chance he also didn't kill his Jedi. And they get to Kashyyyk and it's just a shot of headless Gree on the ground. Just cut, hard cut to it. And then they're being like, oh, never mind. JK. And then they get on the ship again. <laughs> My dreams are shattered. They are just shattered. Hey, if you're going to go out, though, you go out by Yoda. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no greater honor than that. I mean, you go out by the biggest coward in the galaxy that runs away at his first mistake. Um, I'm not and sure. I, oop, all right. Greg, give Dude, us a good time. That, that was, I'm going to say, Yoda just bailing on everything was probably the most yeah. disappointing thing out of the Jedi Order. And it summarized good it thing, at the end. Good thing we're not reviewing episode three and we're re- right. reviewing right. episode uh, 11. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so... The dude, this is and Greg, you're gonna get a chance to slam the Jedi a little bit. We go into the briefing and we Yo. see the other side of what we saw in episode three. Yo, Mace Windu was the worst part of the Jedi Order, and that solidified it. Civilian, I was like, Oh, I want to punch you in the throat. Hey, she was being cute. No, he, you know, I get she it. was like, I'm a civilian. He was like, Okay, cool, this is Jedi business. I mean, I get it. It's very Brian, Mace Windu. And, and now, Brian, I want to punch you in the throat because you're more in reach. <laughs> so that is a great point now uh we see a lot of empathy from yoda mm-hmm. and he's cute bro talk about a cute jedi right before um, his biggest coward ahsoka more have you to say <laughs> and and so be- before that point you know you see the she's like almost ready to come back to the jedi mm-hmm. she's like not she says yet. not yeah she says not yet and that to me is like, that's a bond. And then you got like, you got a guy, <laughs> you know what you have? You have like a guy and a girl that are making up and they're like, hey, we did have some good times, didn't we? And then you have the best friend in Greg being like, hey, this is boy time. See yeah. yourself out of here. Yeah, get out, <laughs> civilian. Um, and so, yeah, so so she gets sassed pretty hard and she takes it well. And I was looking at Rex in the background and Rex is like. the the way The way they mesh this in right with episode three is really cool yeah. and it, it just further the tie backs and things that they are doing how they're adding in these little bits and pieces because like i said i watched episode three last night because i wanted to see like how they like in detail how they mesh this scene together and it's it's like anakin just bailed like he in in the in the movie like he just left yeah and then um the four of them mundy uh I, I never know how to say her name. Ayala, Yoda, Mace. They're they're Ayla? having a conversation. Ayla. They're having a discussion. You're all, how can you not pronounce that? <laughs> the look on Mike's face. Um, and then they just messed this conversation um, right in, which was really cool. And then let's talk about, like, why is everyone always trying to coddle Anakin? Like, she could have just told Yoda. Yeah. I mean, granted, it would have undone everything that's going on. But everyone is always, like, 
I, I need to talk to Anakin. Like was they're going to do it. The boy needed an intervention. Yep. Or just no tough love, which I am uh, very fond of. We, uh, we go from that scene to, uh, one second to the bridge. Um, and I'm just confirming. So I've got the episode here because I, you know what I meant to take notes, but I just kept rewatching it and not taking notes because it just, I was immersed. It was good. I was so immersed. I loved the, um, um, the little case that they put Maul in. There's like a Mandalorian helmet on the middle of it. I was like, that's pretty cool. Like the design, the artwork on it is pretty, pretty awesome. There's three of them. There's three helmets. There's oh. like one in the middle and then two on the sides. Oh, I also the middle one. I didn't look to the middle one. Yeah, it's good. But really, and it's right after she has that conversation with Yoda is when that music like really starts to elevate. Yeah. And it's that, it's that hum, mm-hmm. you know? You um, know it's coming. Speaking of the hum, it gets really heavy, especially around Rex. Uh, in, that, in that scene where he, Rex says, and I, I just pulled it up, he goes, you didn't tell them about what Maul said about Anakin. And if you look at the focus poll, it should have gone to Ahsoka, but it stayed on Rex. Ahsoka is very prominently blurred on that. So it wants you to hold your focus on Rex. Um, but the first time I, I, I still looked at Ahsoka, that's how I was like, oh, why is she blurred? Rex is so uneasy. He's like, why didn't you? It's almost like he's got this faint idea that like, hey, this is going to cause me trouble. Uh, he seems like he's very aware of what's what's about to happen. He's very uneasy. They've done, like, they went above and beyond in animating Rex for these episodes. And I'm sorry, guys, I, I messed up the order. That act- that conversation happens before Maul gets wheeled out in the box. That's right. Maul, Maul gets wheeled out in the box after all of this, but that's a detail. That detail doesn't matter. Details. We're going to get slammed on that one. So they have the conversation. We see Ren, Ursa Ren, helmetless. Cool. Oh, yes. First time in Clone Wars we see her helmetless. We've seen her, obviously, in Rebels. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was a really nice nod. I thought it was um, really cool, too, that, I mean, obviously, Greg's going to slam me, but it was cool that she was a night owl, and she was like Bo's. She seemed to be like Bo's right-hand person through this, and it was just rad that she was a night owl just with, like, embellished helmet. Why would I? Why would I sign you? That's a fact. I don't know because it would be something. She was in. <laughs> she was in night owl armor. That's just a fact. We're pointing out more night owls. <laughs> if I can, and I think we. I mentioned this before. I'm not a big Mandal- Mandalorian fan. I'm just. I'm not. I don't care about the night owls. I don't care about Death Watch. Um, you know, it's cool to see them play such a part. And for the lore of it, I I love seeing the lore of the Mandalorians. Um, I'm glad that we're gone. I'm glad that we're leaving Mandalore. It, to me, it's almost too medieval of a culture. I don't know how you guys feel, but it, it's a very medieval culture. And I, what I like about Star Wars is the sci-fi element of it. And <clears throat> Mandalore is built on like this. It's almost actually ancient, sorry, ancient Rome. And uh, there's just something I'm not a huge, huge fan of. You there, also but I know people like, like the good guys. You also like the underdogs. And Mandalore represents none of that. Like they're, it's very merc- they're a lot of times mercenaries. They're in-betweens. There's like whoever whatever they can benefit from most is what the side they're going to be on. And yeah. So it's also like a, just a character thing. Yeah. Yeah. We see, uh, Maul's point of view when he's in the box, he's looking out at Ahsoka and Rex and it is such a sweet moment. Cause you see them kind of smiling together mm-hmm. and they're, they're probably talking about old times or talking about like 
it, it, they always used to debrief each other. They'd talk about their kills, you know, after the battles. And so it was, uh, you know, it just was kind of a nice callback. And then he tries to reach out to her in the force. Yeah. What did you that. think he was doing? I don't know if he was reaching out. Um, I felt like he was just like sensing something or I don't mean, I guess you could say reaching, but he was definitely sensing something because it, she kind of sensed it too. She like stopped and then looked at him like, like I wanted to know if she was like, oh, did she? Did you feel that shift in the force as well, or is it like, was that you? You know, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Uh, of. I think she that's thought- what I felt like it was. It was something. Something was happening in the force, mm-hmm. and it was like pushing that energy out because kind of both of them at the same time were just yeah. they got big eyed for a second, yeah, and then she walked so, onto the bridge. Do you think maybe that's the moment where Anakin tells Mace Windu, "I think, I think that Sidious is Palpatine." I mean, it lines up because then soon after yeah. you have, they land on the ship because that moment was when they were in transport from Mandalore to the uh, the destroyer, whatever what do you call it. So it's like 10, 15, yeah. 15 in between. minutes, 20 minutes before. Yeah. So Interesting. that shift happens because then you know, a few minutes later, she's on the bridge and that's when you hear the audio from Revenge of the Sith of Anakin and Mace talking about Palpatine. So we then, <clears throat> the Coruscant Guard do a great job of putting Maul away. Great no. job, Greg. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, did anybody else notice a slight, slight redesign in the helmets of the clones? They feel a little bit wider and a little bit shorter. Is that, am oh, I alone I in noticing that? Yeah, I mean, I didn't look. There was so much going on. I'd have to rewatch. I Also, I only watched it once. Um, I like having that emotion. I know, I know. What I usually do is I watch it once, then I we podcast, then I watch it again because I have that you know emotion. And you know, after you watch it a few times, you desensitize yourself to it. I just get tired of people telling me all the things I missed and acting like I'm dumb in the comment section below. <laughs> that's true too. That's why I only they, that's dude, why I, I only comment on the things I know. <laughs> there's well, it's just like there's so much, and and I guarantee we're gonna miss so much. We're gonna miss so much. So I. I to the viewers and listeners, I'm so sorry if you're, you know, yelling at your device. We can only cover as much as as we see, and that's what the comment section. And this for. is this is one conversation as well. People forget that this is one conversation we're having. It doesn't include also any... too. Go ahead. There are way more detailed podcasts out there, but they are not as fun as we are. <laughs> that's yeah. Brian. I really appreciate that. Do you see them in clone armor? No. <laughs> we get to the bridge. Ahsoka and, and uh, Rex are walking the bridge. There's a slight. There's a slight hum, and then there's these notes, and the, that is the, the imperial. Was to make it a noise. That, the imperial theme slowed way down. Yeah, and you hear that through the whole episode. You hear the imperial march slowed way down. All the clones are saluting at her. Major Empire vibes. Yeah, because they all have Heavy. the they all have the officer uniforms on. And, and it you also, know it's coming. It also showed like they're like smiling at her and looking at each other like they they love Ahsoka. They have so much love for her, and it us. hurts. And that was us. Makes makes it even worse. Uh, Rex and Ahsoka have that conversation um, about being friends. And uh, my goodness, why are they hurting us the way they did? You know, you talk about they wanted to create uh, character development. Dude, this is all the character development you need. There is enough in these 30 seconds to show what seven seasons of Clone Wars has been working up to this point. That she is a soldier and he is a soldier, but they are best friends. Brian, stop moving. 
You're wrapped in plastic and moving, and it's just. Rrr, 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 rrr. You want to pause and take it off, Bray Guy? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I won't move anymore. <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna take your toys away. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have just. I should have just muted myself. I needed a reposition. Sorry. You're fine. You're fine. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> but yes, that was a very sweet moment. Yeah, I mean, you can tell again, in especially the words following, is just the friendship and the relationship that they had. Um, it's huge, man. It's huge. It hits deep and it's just like it's everything has come up to that and they never really expressed any emotion or any relationship before that um, aside from the usual banter they had back and forth. So knowing you're coming, knowing that we are coming to the end with the music and those words just like, oh, man. Well, in the comment that, that Rex made too, how he was almost, you know, she was talking about war and how she, she's, she's only been a soldier um, and then he said the same thing but then he was saying like, well, if we didn't have the war, like we wouldn't exist. Clone, clones wouldn't be here. We wouldn't exist. We wouldn't have a purpose. And it kind of so like, like, it's a divide because he says, uh, there's mixed feelings among the clones. Yeah, they wish the clones, they were built to be soldiers and they're like, mm, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. And so what a, I mean, what an addition to the order 66 storytelling where you're like, Dude, the clones were fed up. They were fed up with the Jedi. They were fed up with running into battle. They were fed up with big numbers. And so you see a little bit of, and we see in this episode how strong that chip mm -hmm. is in their head. But you see, it's like, yeah, well, honestly, dude, a lot of these clones didn't have generals like Anakin and Ahsoka or yeah. Plo Koon. A lot of them had generals like Krell and Mace. And it's like they didn't necessarily care about their... You said their, Krell, uh, and I just, I just grew very angry. I know. What about unaware Jedi uh, number four? Or maybe they had one of those guys who was just, you know, indescript. Unaware. What's his name? I don't know. Yeah. 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 And they didn't care about, you know, they were just like CT, you know, 6411. Like, um, so yeah, you see this bonding moment and, you know, he's, she's like, at least one good thing came from all of this. Like I have a friend. <laughs> it's just like, well, you got to do it like that, man. You, <laughs> nobody asked. Nobody asked for you to do it like that. Um, and that's really their last moment. You know, he's like, hey, the, the, the commander comes on or the, the deck officer comes on board and says, hey, we got a new briefing from Coruscant. And Rex is like, care for some good news? Oh, you knew, and you knew it was coming. I knew this at the point when she's like, no, go ahead. I'm like, that's it. This is it. This is it, guys. Oh. It's so awesome yeah. that something we know is coming and that anticipation but yeah, it's so – there's no sense of spoil to it. Like you're almost – you are you want it to happen, but you don't want it to happen at the same time. Yeah. Every single person watching knows what's going to happen, but it's still like what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, it's like something in season four of a show you haven't watched being spoiled, but you need to watch it to see how it happened. That's and it makes me bummed – it makes me bummed that – we already have rebels because we know Ahsoka's fine. We know Rex is fine. Yeah. To have that suspense would be brutal. It would have been brutal to be like, well, what is going to happen? Um, I'm obviously I think, glad we have. I also think it's unfortunate we have a lot of rebels. But I think that's what is, it really speaks to what they've done this, this season and how strong it is and, and, and such a good job that they have done because of that. Because we know what's happening. We know what happens from here on out. But yet we are still yeah. edge oh, of our yeah. seat, riveted. Can't We can't wait to watch it, watch it multiple times. Like we're still so sucked in and aware of what's going on, even though 
we have the knowledge of what's going. It's it's different in, in a way that Rogue One, how um, love it. The yeah. end of Rogue Look at One. The design. Look at the shading, the shadows. Honestly, honestly, Brian, let's get back to this episode. I don't want to talk about Rogue One. So this is Ahsoka, and she senses something. And then check this out. And then it cuts. Brian's just going to himself. She starts to feel off. And then... I assume that was when uh, she heard Mace and Anakin going at it. Yeah, you hear the yeah you hear the beginning of that, and I'm trying to find the the scene here. It is, and was that was Hayden? That was Hayden's voice. Huh. It, was, it was direct from the movie. Yeah, it was direct from the movie, and until the last line. Um, and on the last line here, I want to. I really want to find this part. So, um, in the last line, they they looped in Matt Lanter to kind of parallel it. But what is so cool, I think is the parallel between so before ahsoka gets that face we pan down to maul's cell and then we go into maul's cell closer and he's in like he's in full meditation and then hold on boom and then you get like he's his eyes shoot open and they start doing that like they like start fluttering and so it's it's, it's it's crazy because it's almost like he's seeing it happen and it's like fear. He's mm-hmm. in. It's pure fear, and and uh, and so you're getting it from both sides because <clears throat> he realizes the dark side has reached a climax, and it's like he's scared of it, dude, because yeah. he can't. And he, it's almost like you you can tell he feels the light side diminishing because he even says, "Did you hear? Did you feel it? Yep. Like you can hear the screams." Like it's crazy, dude. It's crazy how connected to the force he is, and like he portrays it through like what. His, I mean, the, the, well, it's good on them because they, you can see it through his facial expressions as well as, you know, the emotion um, on his face and his words, the way he says it. So what's super interesting is Sidious gives the order to Rex, but he doesn't pop in and say, hey, Rex, call me Sidious now. Execute order 66. And then Rex, he doesn't say that, but then Rex says, it'll, it, you know, uh, it'll be done, Lord Sidious yeah. or whatever. I wonder if that's just so, part of the, the order and it's just like a bloop, like a little pre-programming. switch. So yep. he's been Sidious, you know, all along. And so I think in the programming earlier on, it was, um, it was, a, it was shared that he was Sidious, yeah. you know? So There's just I a, thought that was a, a veil on it, like a curtain. They just pulled it, ripped it, you know, pulled it up. So we're coming to the part that, uh, that, that we kind of reached the climax boys. Are you ready? Mm, I was never ready. <laughs> Brian, you're going to get to talk about Rogue One in a little bit here, so hang tight. No, we're not talking about that. Well, I will. No, but you you're just told get... me. But you just told me. <laughs> yeah, because because you were taking us off way off track. I take forever. We to got make some my Rogue points. One. Sorry. We got some Rogue One coming up, and he's still moving. Rex gets the order, and the amount. I mean, everybody on the internet's been talking about this. The, the struggle. Uh-huh. He starts yelling nonsense. So they pull their guns out. He says, no, I'll do it. 100% he's stalling. Yes. 100%. Yes. He did not want to do it. And there's this battle going on in his head. And some people were like, oh, it hurts so much to see that Rex wanted to kill Ahsoka. No. Idiots. No. He wanted I peaked to. That. I think that was a good peek. Give her some time. Mm-hmm. He wanted to give her some time to devise a plan to escape, whatever that may be. And there's this like battle going on within him. And, uh, and you know, he starts saying fives, uh, you know, fine um, fives, fine fives, fine five. And, and so 
it gives Ahsoka enough awareness where she's like, what's going on? And she pulls her lightsaber. He shoots at her. Now, I had said he wasn't going to shoot at her. Bro, I was heartbroken. I was just like. I mean, he was fighting. I mean, just, just in the same way yeah. he was, his body was, his body was doing things and his mind was doing something else because yeah. he pulled his guns out and he was like, And no, he was shaking. No, yeah, he was like shaking fine, the entire time. Fine fives. He was like, uh, fighting. He's telling me no. And it's a weird thing but to say because fives is done. You know my I mean? mind telling me yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. I think you clipped sing out more, a little please. bit of that because your microphone sucks. Oh, but I'm, You should sing more, please. Just kidding. <laughs> oh you moron anyways um, yeah you can say and it's like it's a weird thing for him to say find fives and she's probably just like what like that's old news and she got out of there in a quick list yeah. so i can <clears throat> yes you can first thing she does is she says she looks up fives so in my mind i'm like maybe it was find fives like the file and stuff like yeah find where we talked about him because because you'll find my message yeah. and it was almost like a it was almost like rex had sent that message as like a backup plan to be like hey i need to he's like i don't think anybody's even going to see this but just in case you know i think there's something going on i think there's something wrong with fives and uh so we'll get to that point but um rex starts shaking and he drops his helmet gosh dude and I that was like, i said don't drop your helmet bro dude, that's gonna break first of all, yeah, rest. pretty expensive um you're going to re repaint that. Totally. But the way the significance of that drop, because you've seen clones fly around, you've seen armor pieces fly around, you've seen uh, like helmets fly around. No significance to them. There's no significant audio to them. It's just a clunk, clunk, and done. The way that helmet hit the floor, there was like special, like it was a different audio they used to make it yeah. like just drop. And it just showed the significance of that moment. It was crazy, dude. That helmet had like a hero scene. Yeah. Like it, it, they, it, it had focus and it rolled. It was, yeah. And, and <clears throat> it was almost like he knew that if he had put that helmet on, then he would be a faceless clone. Well, I think it also shows that because, I mean, if he was just a straight programmed other clone, full composure, okay, doing it. Doing that showed the, that he felt that shock and, and, you know, like uncertainty of that moment. Like, wait, what? Because he wasn't, you know, the other one clones weren't just like, oh, I'm okay, you know, let me switch over. Like, just, like they didn't reposture themselves or anything. They just like immediately yeah. took the order and just do it. You he, hear it in their headphones. What? You hear it in their headphones? Yeah. 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 So like mm. you can tell and then it's like him doing that. You can again and you see his in his words stumbling for words. Um, he couldn't get a full sentence out on, on fives. He just find fives. Like that's all he could spit out, you know, in between processing what was going on. Yeah. And the long ignored Jesse makes an appearance as they mm -hmm. start to fight. So Ahsoka is just deflecting. She kills one clone, but the rest of them, she's deflecting them upwards to the ceiling. Um, <clears throat> she's not like, dude, she did not want to kill any clones. No. Unlike, you know, we see in the movie when a lot of the, uh, uh, like Kiati Mundi, um, they're like killing. Take, taking he's, them down. Yeah. He's instantly like, Hey, I need to deflect these There's shots no back. And he takes them off. No attachment. Uh, yep. Yeah, but but Ahsoka is like, I'm not I'm not going to kill any of them. There's something going on. I can fix this. Um, and so, you know, she deflects and escapes. And to I see missed, Jesse there, I'm scared. I miss Jesse. Where, where was um, it? The little room where they all start shooting him and she's uh -huh. in a circle. He's part of that group. 
Oh shoot. Okay. I missed that. I have to go back. It's uh it's I it hurt. I did call out this this thing. How in these past every episode, these past few, there's been these um big dramatic artistic moments when Rex puts his helmet on and they're all standing around that circle and he's going, All right, we're gonna hunt down Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. It's super smoky and every clone in there is like overly detailed. It's I, I don't it's know what it is. Right? They're picked these little epis these little scenes where they're they're like hyper elevating how they look. It's so awesome. So awesome. Yeah, it's um man, it, I'm I'm I, so I'm watching it right now off to the side and um <laughs> it, it is like the they put so much more time into these character models, like every single inch of them. I mean, people are talking about how how much different Rex looks, and it's because he's like just so detailed, yeah. so unbelievably detailed. And um, yeah, so they start fighting. Uh, she takes out a couple of them. Looks like she takes out two of them, but there's like 10 there. So good on her. Um, it's good odds. Dude, that just the fighting, like the sparks flying and the glass flying. It's just like, how much did that cost? It's crazy. Um, so they move up. Uh, she escapes. First thing she does is obviously go to Maul, which we all, we, we had guessed last episode. I said, it's going to hit the fan. She's going to go to Maul and be like, hey, we got to, I got to let you out. Yeah. Um, I think we were all hoping for maybe more of a team up, but for them to not team up, it's way more important. Yeah. It's way better. Well, I thought uh, it was awesome how she showed up and, and let him out. And he was like, oh, cool. Yep. You need me. Let's go. And she's like, nah. Nah. I don't mean, need, I you. need you, but not really. <laughs> For him to be like, at least give me a fighting chance. Like, she, I was very interested in that because personally, I mean, what would you guys have done? I would have said, yeah, let's go, Maul. Uh, you can't, I mean, think about everything that they've been through. He can't be trusted. They just, they, he sure. just got captured for manipulating an entire war, sure. essentially, just so he could achieve <laughs> one, one goal. Okay. I feel like she's becoming stronger and she, she was like, she knows she already went down the path where he was trying to get her to join Mm -hmm. him. She's made her choice. That's not going to happen. She just wants to get to Anakin to try to, to try to help him. It was definitely a fight or flight moment. I'm sure they could have teamed up and she's like, no, I, I don't care about you. I need to, I need to survive to figure what's going on. You're no help to me. Uh, I know you have your own motives. I need a distraction. Yep. Go cause chaos. That's what you're good at. That was such a good line too. Such a good line. That was a good line. Me and Michael were like, oh, am I changing my name to Darth Maul now? Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, uh, yeah, it was a little Discord reference. Um, <laughs> More than just Discord, bro. <laughs> Rex uh, briefs everybody saying that now anybody who works with the Jedi is a traitor. Yeah. Uh, so that's very interesting to me because I think that was a stipulation of like, Hey, if, if clones do go rogue, this is issued as like, you know, we, you, you're going to be put to death. Yeah. So, which is, reinforced, your orders. which is reinforced later. Uh, I think, I think they do reference that in rebels as well. Which what? was interesting oh, they, to me. Yeah. Which was interesting how he was like, go kill them all. Right. Like yeah. go execute Maul. Like he's being lumped into. I think it's just any Jedi? force users, any force users that isn't that, poses a threat to Darth Sidious is, is a, it needs to be eliminated. Which is such an interesting change of character because he had his gun drawn on Krell a season or two ago mm-hmm. and um, he couldn't do it. He couldn't pull the trigger. 
And now it's just like, boom, programming. Yeah, go execute him. Just execute Maul. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, Ahsoka comes in. She doesn't kill those two clones. Again, she just is like, she's not killing clones. It's not their fault. She's not. Something's going on. She's not going to do it. Um, but Maul takes care of that for everyone <laughs> in a minute. Sheesh, dude. That was great. So, that was great. I mean, we'll get to that, obviously. I don't know. So going. she goes, like, is this your fault? She asks Maul, is this your fault? And and yeah. Maul is like, I think it's oh, because, I, I, I think it's because she didn't know it was, she probably thought it was isolated. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but he's like, no, but now I see it. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he programmed these clones to turn on the Jedi. How brilliant. Yeah. So again, and we see this a lot in Rebels. We yeah. see him just like kind of creating chaos and being like, oh, this is beautiful. And, and it's, yep. sorry, what's that? No, it's just, he's always, He's finally realizing that he's a few steps behind. He's just admiring, you know, admiring it. Yeah, yeah. He he does love the chaos. Um, it's interesting to see somebody who you know in season what five he he wanted to be everything. Mm-hmm. He wanted all the power. He wanted to run the galaxy, and now he's like, I just want my little corner of chaos to live in. Well, That's I think all. it's also totally city or Palpatine at the time put him in his place. Yeah. You put him in his place, and then I think we see that more in the comic book, uh, Son of, Son of Death, Dathomir, don't we? Yeah. That dies it, in it's, But it's interesting to see a, a narcissist be like, yeah, I'm the sidekick now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's very interesting. I may not be the top, uh, but I'm going to settle with, you know, second tier. This next scene where Rex is walking with the two 501st grunts. Uh, that was a good scene. Dude. Dude. Let's talk about one, the armor design, how clean those grunts are, how dirty Rex is. Just like that whole scene is, it's so beautiful. And I think it's also it's sim- so- possibly symbolism on how he didn't roll with 332nd clones. He switched to his 501st clones. That was, that was something. Yeah, because there was, st- and, that, and that, I think that was also part of that, what the scene of them attacking Ahsoka was so intense was they all had her helmet yeah. and they're trying to kill her. It just added to that emotion. It's just it, and it makes sense, you know. Now when I I look back and I'm like, well, maybe Rex won't pull the trigger. Like, it makes him a better character for doing that because yeah. now I'm like, because if they if he hadn't, then it would have been like, okay, well, there's an excuse for every clone to have not pulled the trigger, and that was not good. That should not have been retconned because you see these relationships and the pain from it is even more because you're like, Oh dude, these guys did not even have a choice. Like yeah. well, part of why Rex is who he is. is he's such a good soldier. Yeah. Yeah. Good and, soldier uh, Ahsoka then runs into the little droid room. And let me tell you when she went in there, I was thrilled because what a nod to old school clone wars. Just be like Ahsoka and the droids. Yep. It was such love. Her and it showed it showed her innocence. It showed her empathy. It showed her compassion. And she's being so sweet. And it's R7, who we've seen all the way through mm-hmm. the whole series, who's probably going to die next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Down with the ship. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> you mentioned something about uh, a chopper droid? Yeah, there's like a chip. Uh, what's what? Chip, chip, chop, chop. The one with uh, the like radar dish head thing. He's just like chopper. I mean, he makes the same noises too. Okay. So in it was droids. Rebels, I, didn't, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> in Rebels, Greg, I'll, I'll just do a quick brief run through, and then we'll never talk about them again. Thank you. Um, in Rebels, uh, it, we find out that Chopper is an old Clone Wars droid that that crashed on um, uh, the Twi'lek planet of 
and I'm blanking. It's okay. I always blank. And we'll, people are going to be like, oh, we'll you, you forget that name. We'll I'm remembering a lot of other as they, guys. As they Googled uh, it, you know what I mean? <clears throat> we'll let you have this one pass. Chandrilla. <laughs> Not today, commenters. I, I got it two seconds faster. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, right. I know that like, it took you 14 seconds. Um, so... Yeah, so we find out when he crashes on Trangilla that uh, that he's uh, a Clone Wars era droid, and so now it's a cool little nod to be like, "Yeah, look, see, we weren't lying. You know, you had never seen one before, but they're here." Um, so yeah, he's got the little the little chopper. So voice what you're saying is another character from uh, Rebels was mainly because it was originated from Clone Wars. I, yeah, yeah, you can say that he's another Clone Wars character now. Um, here it comes. Anyway, I, I have no other words to say. I just proven my point at this point. So, <clears throat> these droids are super spooked. Uh, I assume they already know. They're probably yeah. connected to the mainframe. They probably know what's happening. Um, it's very interesting to me how much free will these droids have. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> That's kind of Star Wars, though, right? I mean, it was like the little cute factor thrown in on such a heavy episode, you know. And she needed help, and Ahsoka needed help, and they were that they- help. Dude, there was not even there was no comic relief in this episode, none. And there was like a little bit of cute relief, which we'll take. But it was in no way was that like were no, they comic because they were scared. They were scared. Like they, what is happening? It was bad. So uh, R seven starts projecting uh, all of the uh, the messages about fives, and then you know she's trying to get Rex's message, and it said it's it's hidden behind a, a passcode, and she uses Skywalker's passcode. For those of you who are going to be mad if we don't mention it, it is the original air date of the Clone Wars movie. Uh, that was the number of significance. Um, wow. A little. I mean, of course, every number will have a significance in Star Wars. So um, cool. <clears throat> she then finds out. <clears throat> they're like, okay, so we got to capture Rex. Uh, so they do a very, this was very Clone Wars too, for them to, you know, trick him and shock him. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, they get him. Oh no, the next the, scene. The way he's, oh, go, go ahead. The mall hallway. Oh, was that before they captured him? It was before. Yeah. It was before. Then we can talk about it. Go ahead. Go for it, Brian. I know you've been waiting. Oh no, no, go ahead. I, I was going to say Rogue One and you're going to say me. <laughs> You do it, do it. I mean, it was that. It was just awesome because when he came around the corner and and the clones were flying all over, you're like, he doesn't have a lightsaber. Like, what's he? Yeah. I mean, granted, we've seen Jedi Sith with go against other people with blasters without a lightsaber before, but there was so many clones kind of coming after him, and just to to have that 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 very mirrored scene from rogue one of him coming down that hallway and the brutalization in this cutting heads off cutting off heads cutting a guy's arm off this is what i've been waiting for this is season (laughs) five darth maul we all wondered if it was gonna get disney you know because disney has actually pulled Mm -hmm. properties or cut scenes when they've thrown things on disney plus and so like I could see them doing that for this. Let's see how far we can if for clarification anybody is uh curious about that um, they're like, what are you talking about? Uh, I think the the easiest reference is the um, Lilo and Stitch. Is he still one, Michael? Is that the one you're talking about? Lilo and Stitch. So there's a scene where she runs and uh, Lilo runs into like a washer to like a, like a laundry washer to uh, hide from her sister. 
I am assuming, you know, then the sister gets on top and like pretends and catches her. I'm assuming they uh, didn't want to encourage kids to jump into washers and dryers. Smart, uh, dude. So they changed it to just like a like a table and there's like a pizza box blocking. It was weird. It was just like the weirdest oh. thing where you think about it. You're just like, oh, I guess. I'm not. Yeah, it's like you do your thing. It's you know, if it's for kids, it's one thing. Uh, but, but that's it, what we were wondering. Yeah. Like, are they gonna give it the kids' treatment? Mm-hmm. Uh, Which we no, they didn't. With I mean, Maul Maul cut off Vizsla's head in in Clone yeah, Wars. Prior. So yeah, that was yeah. yeah, that was before it was Disney Plus all ages, and that was very brutal then too. But it, they said they followed suit. So, but that yeah. was. Whew, I mean, heavy. So I'm talking, you're cutting, cutting heads off. You are uh, impaling some of them. One of them closing it on a, cutting an arm off, dude. So gnarly, dude. And then the comm went off too. That yeah. was, oh my God. <laughs> still, oh, and still connected. Can we just say, there's a shoulder bell that like rolls that's separate. And I, it just, as a costumer, as somebody like we make this armor, it's, it was really cool to see the shoulder bell like roll and be like, oh, it would do that actually. Um, so that that was cool, but uh, yeah, the, there's clones that are gonna smash together. Somebody paralleled the Vader, Rogue One, and Maul doing that, so and good. they throw the guy on the ceiling at the same time, which oh, is super cool. So, um, yeah, so uh, there's definitely some nods to that. So Brian, there's one Rogue One scene. I'm gonna give you one more, so use it wisely. There's three. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna give you, you one. One. More. <laughs> you get one. You get one. There's three, but nope, you get yeah. one. The third one is irrelevant now. Thank you. <laughs> Well, it's just music, but the music it's been music that's been in lots of yes. Star Wars movies. So So, uh, you know, we get that brutal scene, heads are rolling. Um and it is oh gosh, dude, it's really tough for me personally because movie clones have been bad guys for fifteen years now. Movie clones I associate, you know, the the bucket on the arcade to order 66. Yeah. I don't associate first. I don't associate that, uh, animated helmet with, um, order 66. And And so this is a lot of people. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, uh, a lot of people even say, Oh, aren't clones the bad guys? Cause they're most notable for order 66. Obviously these people that haven't seen the clone wars, but uh, most of them people like, Oh, well you're a bad guy. And it's just like, Oh, I mean, not really, but also yes. It and it is. It was like when we wore animated armor. It's like no, no, no. This is from the Clone Wars. They're good in the Clone Wars. You got to watch the Clone Wars. It's not great for three seasons, but then it gets really good. True. And then we and then we start pulling them in. Um, so yeah, this is definitely. I'm I'm living in a new world, and and I was in a, a rough mood yesterday. Uh, I went into work and I said, "Hey, everybody, please note that I'm on edge and I can't control <laughs> it." And, I, and I'm letting you know now because. Is a little ridiculous. Michael, is everything, I watched a car- is everything okay, Michael? Yeah, I was saying, oh, you're, gonna, you're going right into it. I watched a cartoon that made me <laughs> mad, and please don't judge me for that, but this is the world we're living in today, so you're going to have to deal with and it. And if you judge me, I own this place, and I'll fire you. <laughs> I, what, can I say that everybody had their temper under control that day and that there were no blow-ups or arguments? No, I can't say that. That would be a lie, and I wouldn't lie to you guys ever. That's because it was Friday, but... You know, maybe it was out of respect. <laughs> Being an essential worker is difficult during these times. Uh, I know, right? We're making bikes. Anyways, Rex gets <laughs> Rex gets uh, slammed by one of the droids, and uh, you know they 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 throw up a hologram, and you know you, you 
for me, I was like, maybe we'll see some semblance of like understanding and Rex. Dude, nope. That tone was darker. The, the most aggressive tone I've ever heard Rex take. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Where it was, it was like, it was dark Knight Batman said, where is she? That's what that yeah. was, dude. That's what that was to me. And, and I think that was their initial plan was like, Hey, maybe we can kind of get through to him through a hologram. If not, we'll zap him. And so they quickly had to zap him. Uh, she was right behind him. And then they shocked her. And the sweetest thing, like, hey, don't yeah. hurt him. Shocked. Like, huh. she said, hey, like, you know, we agreed we weren't going to hurt him. And that was really sweet. And that dude, for some reason, when I was watching that initially, I did not tear up. I'm a big kid. I, I held it. I held it together. But um, Makes that one, one of us. Dude, well, that for some reason got me when like they zapped him and and and, and she was she like, was still don't hurt him. him. That got you guys? He already heard us. I don't know why. <laughs> no, what got me was his original shooting at her. I'm just like, yeah, that is understandable. We got a reference that there was a tear streaming down his cheek. Um, yeah, so the hologram goes off and he immediately points his gun at R7 and uh, then points <laughs> his gun at a which I'm surprised he didn't just start blasting. Uh, he knew how powerful she was. Um, and again, you probably so still she's very curious. That hesitation. And the droid, I like the droid gurney that they have. Very yeah. cool. Uh, uh, so they, uh, they they hoist him up and take him away, and they take him to get his chip removed because she already knows. Um, well, she's looking for it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, she already knows there's something going on. Yeah, we. Uh, um, I'm trying to see if there's anything notable in these moments where she's looking for it. Um, this is going to be a Rogue One moment, so that chip does not come up on the scanner, and that was very interesting to me because. They found it very easily on Camino when they scanned him. Well, I think it's, you know what I think it is? Um, I think it's because maybe it was, his mind was looking for it. Um, he was kind of activating it in a sense. It was activated, it was triggered in a sense. And then when he's and unconscious, that plays into yep, when he's unconscious, it's just idle. Nothing's happening. Yes. Maybe because it's active, it's blocking. Mm-hmm. It's hidden. Whatever else. Yeah, yeah it's hidden. Yeah. And a very beautiful, Dude, beautiful I have, moment. I have, so. I've never loved droids as much as I love these three droids. <laughs> I would die for them. It's crazy. They're so scared. And she's like... Note that again. Please um, say that again. Somebody somebody, uh, clip that and uh, put that somewhere. He has never loved droids. So it means he, all this time he's been lying no, to you and he I've does not like C-3PO. Much clown. And I like also, that oftentimes when I'm talking and uh, you try talking, your microphone clips over. So you, you were trying to defend yourself and you couldn't hear. <laughs> Yes! Victory is mine. Small wins. <laughs> Small victories, man. Small victories. Brad, you want to talk about your second Rogue One? It's the third, but um, the, I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. I mean, good. how that was so beautifully put in Tom, here. It wasn't forced. It was natural. It, it made sense. You did not roll your eyes at all. As mm-hmm. soon as she said it, it was like... <gasps> Wow, this is very cool. Like the you know the other cut two nods that are in there as well. Like it was the tie-in. It was uh, Peter Griffin and that thing. Ah, or no, it was the wizard. Mm-hmm. The the ostrich. Aha! Yep, he said it. He that, said the I, thing. Yeah, I got excited. I mean, <clears throat> and that that part was rad. But the the part after this, what he says to her, that's that I thought was like one of the special, the most special well, lines in the whole. I can play that audio. Uh, it won't get flagged. I don't want to say it. It was Make good, fun. man, this part. But that was the part that I I found 
the, the most feels. The I'm, like, the, I'm I, one with the force. Yeah. No. And so the oh. coming in, and I, I think it's also interesting to note that all the clones that are pushing in are the 332nd. Yes. All of them. There's there's no grunts on that. There's it's all the 332nd, and they shoot away one of her lightsabers. She's being overwhelmed. She's like, close the door, close the door, and, and they can't do it fast enough. And you see Rex's blasters, and he is shaking, dude. It's not like his his fingers are like not even on the blasters. It is just like blind firing. Yeah. Um, that hurt because you know it hurt them and, both. One to struggle to not kill her, which he was just programmed to. Obviously, the chips removed, but there's probably some lingering things like, oh, what's happening? And then also yeah. to kill his brothers that he has supported and defended and stood for and everything this entire time. And now he has to kill them and go against them. He's there. I'm gonna ask. What? I'm gonna ask you a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, Greg, I run into your house middle of the night, dead in the sleep. I wake you up. I say, I give you two guns, and I say, shoot everybody coming through the door. Would you do that? <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg. A lot of your, a lot of your friends. Brian, Carlos, Andrew. No, I wouldn't. Easily. Now, you are in a daze because you've been asleep. I give you two guns. <laughs> I'm like, shoot everybody you know. They're coming through the door. <laughs> the fact that Rex was able to gather himself, mm -hmm. put himself together, and then shoot all of his brothers. Yeah. He needs credit for that because, whoa. Heavy. Quick understanding, quick understanding of the situation and everything. I mean, he knew. I think want to say he wasn't like in a trance or anything, uh, knowing that he needed to defend Ahsoka because something was wrong and kill all the clones. Because yeah. anybody else would have been like, "What's going on?" And then like stood there in between watching this happen. Yeah, and and Brian, I didn't say you because you're here with us. That's okay. I, I would have shot. I would have shot you, Brian. Like perfect. Leg. I would have shot me too. Leg. Take it down. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Yeah, kid. That's the line. So, earlier, I almost killed you. How widespread is this? Ahsoka, it's all of us. The entire Grand Army of the Republic. That's crazy, dude. And the, the fact that he says, "Yeah, kid," like innocent, like you just write back to your, you're my, you're my friend. You're my, uh, you know, like you're the person I've grown up with, we both grown up together. That's the line. That's the line that, that got me like, and it's in lots of, you know, that scenario is in lots of movies, right? Where someone doesn't know who they are and they're coming, coming out of it. But that, when he was just like, yeah, kid. Yeah. I'm okay. He, like that was awesome. All her kid during any of this, like mm. had been commander Tano, like, and so there it's like, he threw all protocols out the window. He's definitely wow. in a haze waking up from a nap and it's just like, let me gather myself real quick. And it's just all formalities are gone. He felt it. He felt it. He felt the heaviness of the situation, the, how they're all being commanded to kill everyone. It, it sunk in when mm -hmm. he woke up. And that's where, that's where I feel like the, like, yeah, kid, I'm okay. Like that's his friend. Yeah. That's his friend to him. Not a commander, not the soldier parts done. He's like, I'm okay. Every, the rest of us, are not. Yeah. And that's probably a heavy weight on him. Here comes the speculating. The doors, the door begins to get like cut open 
And there's there's two schools of thought. One is that it's the clones. One is that it's Maul. Ryan, you seemed certain it was Maul. I mean, after I first watched it, I would think that, right? Like he's the only one running free on the ship. But after watching it a few more times, there is a pack of three to four clones coming in that watch the two guys. There's like three guys in the doorway. They get blasted by Rex. And then it shuts. There's like three or four come running in. So you also see there, it's being cut on both sides, unlike it's being cut, you know? And so I'm kind of like, it's probably the clones, but I could see a world where like next episode, it just goes right into it. And then like the welding stops halfway up and they just sit there and you hear a lot of like pounding and thudding. And then and it's Maul, and he's like, do you still not need my help? Um, In an Obi-Wan voice? <laughs> and he probably could see, uh, like, try to attack, us, attack Rex, and Soka's like, no. I or, don't... you know, I could see him just coming in and being like, so, do you still feel the same way that you felt before? Because now it's, it's way bigger than it was. Um, I don't know. What do you, who do you guys want it to be? Where do you, where's this next episode's episode going to go oh, i mean we're going to yeah. know when uh, it, there's no supporting evidence like i said it's all speculation because just again there's no supporting um we don't know who it is i'd love to see maul come in and do something but it's like if this is another 26 minute episode they got to make it quick because this is this is a closing episode this is a closure episode and right now there's nowhere near closure um i don't there, but no you go ahead Sorry. i don't i don't know what they're gonna do with maul um i don't know where he goes i don't know if he goes off on his own a in a mall fashion, I'd see him going off on his own, just like taking, I mean, perhaps he gets a, a ship or something and just takes off, um, does his own thing, because we don't really see where he, I mean, at least in a show or a movie, we don't really see where he ends up until Rebels, when you see him like, oh, he's just here in a, uh, wherever he was. Um, good. I have 100% confidence that this last episode is going to be amazing. Oh, I really don't want it to be 28 minutes of them on the ship. Yeah. I, but they've got a series finale episode 15 of season four of rebels. Uh, 46 minutes. I think it's gonna be a longer episode. Hoping. Oh. And if you notice, if you notice uh, a lot of people have correlated this together is the last episode of rebels. It's something and something. Right? What is this? And farewell. So it's That's like a two double one. Um, the last episode of Clone Wars, if you, pull, uh, if you pull up the naming thing, it's the same way. Something and something. Without saying anything disparaging, could you imagine if we got a 26-minute episode after the four mid-season episodes that we got? I, I would be hurting... Um, you know, obviously we're not in creative control of this series and we're super grateful for whatever we get, but, but to spend 30 times for 120 minutes on getting captured and recaptured and uncaptured and recaptured and arguing, I I would be a little bit bummed. Uh, so I can't imagine they would do that. You said to not say anything disparaging. So I'm just not going to say anything if they do that. That's great. If we don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all or don't podcast. (laughs) <laughs> which we did in podcast. So, um, man, I am, I am thrilled to see Ahsoka, uh, where she is, where she's come. If you look at the clone Wars movie and look at her now, 
the character development i've never seen another star wars character develop this this way uh, there's i don't know i've never seen another character develop this way yes it's it's perfect character character development and i think it's what they've tried to emulate a lot in different areas in Star Wars and they just haven't been able to execute it right because, you know, you have different people chiming in, you have different uh, influences, you have different canon that they're trying to reference. Time. Yeah. Like yeah. there's a, there's a lot to it. You see it, you see it in rebels. Uh, they tried probably, I, th- I want to say they tried doing it with Kanan and Ezra and it's just like, they're trying, but they were trying to fit a lot of stories into yes. a limited amount of time and it didn't work. And, and it, and it did work for a lot of people, but it didn't yes. work in, of the staying power so an example is like you know when you talk about people's favorite jedi um i know a few people who who love kanan and identify with kanan mm-hmm. and, and and i i'm so happy for them. it's a minority compared to people who love ahsoka and yeah. identify with ahsoka i think that's uh, again why uh, my thing is like when people say uh, clone wars is or rebels is better than clone wars i'm like but you got to take look, look what we have and look what rebels and it's just like that's my i mean again it's my personal opinion and we this is what we have in Rebels, and I, it's it's okay, you know what I mean. But then like I know what we have in Clone Wars. I know what Rebels could have been. I think that's what's more frustrating is that I know what this could have mm-hmm. been, and this is what we got. Kind of like I mean, <laughs> kind of like the Rafa and, Rafa and Trace episode. Like I know what this probably could have been. I know that this could have gone so much deeper into progressive lore and content, and this is what we got instead. I, and I agree. I agree with you on that hand. And, and I don't want to take it away from the people who love those episodes mm-hmm. or identify with the characters. Uh, Greg, a little bit, your wife being one, we chatted about Rafa and Tracy. The other day. He's like, no, I mean, I agree that it was drawn out, but it was really nice seeing, you know, um, uh, what, how would you even call them in Star Wars? Because they're not like, they're, they're not like, a rate, like a Hispanic. I know what you mean, though. Um, you know, it's like they're, they're, they're uh, space, space Latinas. Yeah. I, so it's like I get it. Like I, I love that people are finding identity in those things. And, and here's the thing: people um, are confusing that we're not dumping on the characters. We're dumping on the wow. writing and the timing of of these characters. And and you know what? And I, and I said it on the podcast. I said, hey, if these four episodes had happened two seasons ago, no qualms, no problem, nothing. Like cool, more more filler. Dude, what what our qualms were that we're running out of time. We saw C3PO and R2D2 go through a tunnel and talk to this mystical being and then come out of the tunnel and nobody believed them. Like that was a dumb episode. It wasn't just because C3PO was there. Like you go look, watch that episode. And it's just like, this was pointless. And like, and, so, that, and that was still good because it was Star Wars. You know what I mean? It was good. It was middle of season. Nothing mattered. You still had 20 episodes to go. Like it didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. But I mean, the, if, if anything, what we're seeing right now is you're seeing the creative team at Lucasfilm and Clone Wars. They're doing, it's almost like an audition for their next series. And that's what's exciting to me is like, hey, now they've got the Disney budget. Now we can talk about like, what does a new animated series look like? Perhaps in the High Republic. You know, what What are we looking at yes, with, with something at where the storytelling something and the emotion and the, new. the library of music Brand it's like a, new, dude. It's a dry run for sure. Could have been, and they're themselves. And tell me I mean, where they tell me in this this three episodes that we've had recently. Where's a complaint? Yeah, I haven't seen anyone. Phantom Apprentice has a nine point nine on IMDb. Is the fourth rated, highest rated TV show in the history of TV yep. shows. Wow. So you're doing something right. (laughs) You have the entire fandom banding together for the first time in a long time. 
And uh, anybody who isn't about these episodes can kick rocks because I'm not interested in hearing what you don't like. That's nice, nicer than I would have put it. I would have suggested a tall building, but we won't go there. <laughs> you can be a tall building and let people climb all over you for the rest of your life. No, I mean, okay. That's what I think, that's what I think you meant. Yes. Anyway, holy cow. I'm guys, I am so excited for the fourth. I, we're going to have to do another little recap. I'm so excited that it's it, only a couple days <laughs> like yes. that. I, I did not realize that. And uh, my wife, Tori kept saying, she's all, I think it's on Monday. I think it's on Monday. Mm-hmm. That's why I texted Greg today. I was like, is it on Monday? Yes. Yes. Which is great because I work from home Monday, so I can just wake up and watch it. Perfect. Yeah. I will be watching it at one, midnight. Uh, one prediction I've told you guys about, um, I want to throw out there. I would love to see, this end with Ahsoka right where the book, her book begins. The one that written by Bearing Johnson. The Bearing the sabers with Rex. Was Rex there when she buried the sabers? Yeah. Okay. They buried, they buried a clone in like to make it seem like he was Rex. Yes. So I would love to see it end for Ahsoka there because now you know exactly where this ends and where the beginnings, you, you're not curious, like, well, what happened in between? That's perfect, just segue. Just, here you go. And interestingly enough, um, I don't think we're done fighting clones. I think when they get to whatever planet they're going to, and, and commenters correct us if we're wrong, there's dead clones. So something else is going to go down. I think they're going to be pursued or whatever the case may be. They're going to make it look like they were killed in pursuit, report that they were killed in pursuit and then go into hiding. So we're not done with the action. It's not just going to be an escape. It's going to be like an adventure escape. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, uh, I would like to see her have another conversation with Yoda too. Mm. I don't know because, where it would go, but it'd be cool to, to I mean, cause she's only one of the one. What? How dare you? Dude, listen, respect I support, your elders. Greg Yoda was great in the Clone Wars. He was great. His mindset, he was there for everybody. He supported his, uh, ideology was like on point and usually pretty well balanced. But as soon as everything went, Oh, we failed. So I'm just going to go away. Like that is the most cowardice thing. There was a lot of things Wars, in the prequels that left holes. No, that was a pretty clear. That wasn't a hole, dude. He disappeared and then he showed up yeah. later. He went down. Yeah, but he lived. But he lived and stayed on to continue I, I the story. I don't think to Yoda. No, no. I, I don't think she talks to anyone. I think that she's completely alone. Um, I think that she escapes I, with Maul. I think Maul joins in on their escape together. I just, I, I, I just. Also, I just, Brian, you said I he hope. goes and they lift the story. Yoda didn't call Luke to Dagobah. Obi-Wan said, hey, this is where this little gremlin's living. Maybe go find him so you can get some support and guidance since I'm dead. I don't like this Yoda hate, dude. The Yoda hate, I'm not, I'm not standing for it, Greg. Episode with you guys debating Yoda because I think I'm on, I'm in both camps a little bit, um, but I don't want to. You can't, so, you can't play the middle, man. You need to choose a side. <laughs> I don't think you're going to like it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just, I don't, I, I, I just, I really hope this last episode yeah. isn't 30 minutes on a ship. It won't be. It won't be. And I if it, and if it is, uh, Michael said it first, so hold it against him. All right, I, guys. Thank you for everybody. Thank you for watching. Everybody, we thank Michael blast. for not rushing it to go swim. <laughs> I didn't rush it to go. Swim. I told you I was bringing food to my quarantined parents, who have access to Postmates. How dare you, Greg? I know. I'm just giving. No, them. I'm I do. I'm messing with them.
anyway, we've been, the reason why we do this is because we've been following quarantine rules very strictly, and those rules seem to be kind of lifting now. So we're gonna see, uh, we're gonna kind of see what happens next week. I mean, ideally, we can start to see each other. We've all been doing a very good job of following rules, and uh, I think you know we're coming to an end on this. So. Um, we'll keep you guys posted. We're going to try to get back into the studio as soon as possible. Obviously, like this has been exhausting for us and you didn't see the hour of rage that I had prior to been exhausting this. for Michael. I'm loving staying at home, doing nothing and just waking up, rolling over to my chair and putting the podcast thing on and being like, okay, I'm ready. This filters out, um, coronavirus toxins, right? We can yes. just wear our helmets. Yes, Brian. Yes. You see that, uh, you could wear clone trooper armor as a defense. That's uh, the CT95 mask. It, I mean. <laughs> what a good thing you said, Greg. Thanks, you guys, man. thanks everybody for watching. Greg and Brian, you guys look handsome. You sat in armor this entire episode, yeah. and I'm proud of you for that. Uh, and I only I made not. a little bit of noise. Just a little you bit. Did, you did well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> On the intro, I don't know if you want to cut it, but it's going to be funny now if I do it. Um, I put my blaster up and I forgot I had no forearms or gloves and I'm just like, I'm like ah, ah, well, that's not canon. <laughs> I can fix it in post. Thank you. All right. Uh, please leave a comment, leave a review. If you made it this far, uh, let us know what your uh, execute order number would be. Um, and we will see and you guys in a couple of days for the means. finale of the show that has brought us all together. Bye. Bye, Star.